Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Today we're talking about how to ask for help. Because quite frankly, it seems like such an easy thing to do. It seems so simple, so easy, like something that is supposed to be, quote unquote, second nature. However, it is one of the most common struggles around perfectionists that they don't even realize that asking for help is so difficult. Something I noticed in myself when I was deep in perfectionism was I was living my life believing that if I did things on my own, then that means I can feel extra proud. Then that means I can feel extra amazing. Then that means I did a good job. But if I asked for help on something, that means that I don't get to feel proud. That means that it would just be like (laughs) admitting that I wasn't perfect and amazing at everything. And quite frankly, I had to do a lot of healing with that version of myself because I ended up feeling really angry and resentful towards her. Not because she was dumb and stupid and naive. No, it's because I wasted so much time that I could have been working on myself. I could have been uh, experiencing more growth. I could have been connecting more with my friends, my family, my partner. I spent so much time in high stress and anxiety rather than allowing myself to feel in flow, in state, because I refuse to ask for help. Now, my my love language is acts of service. It is really hard for me to feel like I am loved, appreciated when I'm not asking for help. I, I know sometimes with acts of service people, it's only when people do things without being asked. I had to learn that Delegating tasks for myself was an act of love, an act of service for myself. And that was one of the highest forms of self-care. When I started delegating tasks from my business, from my daily chores, from things that were weighing on me constantly, when I started delegating those tasks, I noticed how much more time, how much more light I felt in my my head my weight on my shoulders was lifted and that was all because I chose 
to ask for freaking help. For some reason, it is so hard for us to do it. And then we end up doing it on our own because we're so strong, we're so smart, we're so powerful. And apparently if asking for help, and and apparently if we ask for help, that takes away all that power. Wink, wink, cough off. That's not true. But it takes about 15 million times longer. It being whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever goal or chore or task you're trying to do, where you are at your wit's end and you refuse to ask for help, it ends up taking so much longer than it actually could have because we don't ask for help. Now, asking for help can be in a bunch of different ways. I personally believe that, I'll say in my business, asking for help means hiring someone, delegating a task to someone that, quite frankly, I don't have the bandwidth to do anymore and that's a great problem to have but I decided that asking for help meant hiring someone to freaking do it for me. I also realized that asking for help meant asking my partner to take out the trash or to run an errand when I was super busy and I knew he had some free time. I also realized that asking for help meant hiring a coach. Oh my god I don't know what I would have done without this. When I hired a coach my accountability meter went through the roof. I started getting things done. I started getting things done faster. And because I was learning from what they made as mistakes and because what they have learned, I took what I would honestly consider at least five years and turned it into a month. I literally took what my business coach did in five years and what would have probably taken me five to seven years. And she helped me turn that into a month of growth and work and experience. It was incredible and it's the reason my business did so well this past year because I looked to other people to take major tasks, worries, stressors off my plate and help me work through them. If you are wanting to be or if you are a business owner, asking for help has to be second nature. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to build that muscle up. But let me tell you, it is an experience unlike any other. Now, I'll tell you, actually, just recently, I was cooking dinner. And I normally, I know in, in our house, I normally have been cooking dinner recently because my partner is working late. He has a bunch of big projects happening in his work right now. And it's something that I honestly don't mind. I love that time to listen to a book or a podcast and just kind of zone out, be in my happy place and just have some time for myself. I adore that time. But one night just recently, I was noticing I had way too many things going on in the kitchen. I was trying to do so many things all at once and I just looked and I was like, I can't do this. So I went into where his office is and I said, my love, I'm so sorry. I know you just finished up work. I know that you're tired and exhausted, but I really do need some help in here. Can I get some assistance? And of course, because he loves me, he immediately leapt to his feet because he's also just an angel sent from above. He leapt to his feet and ran over and he was like, what can I do? Where, how can I help? And we've actually adopted that exact phrasing in our relationship and in our household is always starting off with the question, how can I help? Not from a place of ourselves being completely depleted and 
giving, 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 giving from an empty cup. Him and I are so good at refilling our own cups again and again and again, both together and separately, that we know that we are overflowing and wanting to help and support as much as we can to the other person. Shouts to Brett. He's the best human being on the freaking planet. I'm so lucky. If you want a partner, if you're single and you're like, fuck you, I want something like that, go listen to an episode we did just a few weeks ago called The Golden Relationship Exercise or The the Relationship Exercise. It was a Thursday mini episode, but it's an exercise that I have been doing for many, many years. It's one my parents have done. It's one my friends have done that have resulted in creating exponentially excellent relationships. So highly recommend checking that out. But if we ask for help, it can either be from a friend, a mentor. I also have asked for help from books. If it was something that I was struggling with, I'll give this example. I realized that I was massively overworking. I was putting weeks worth of work into a week or a few days and I was exhausted, I was burnt out, and just done. And I received from my dad the book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I started reading it and learning from him, taking his decades and starting to implement what he was teaching that resonated with me, turned those decades into days for me, and I started cutting back my work hours drastically. That was also the book that really taught me how to delegate especially in my business. And it changed the game. Another book is The Latte Factor. I just recently read it and it talks about investing and how to build income and how to make money work for you. But it's written in a novel setting. It's very, very good. A little cheesy, but I like cheese. Um, Highly recommend if you are brand spanking new to investing and figuring out how to build wealth and how to make money work for you in checking accounts in things that are have a interest rate so on and so forth clearly my lingo is still being built but highly recommend checking that book if you're more into money mindset I just reread um you're a badass at making money so good so 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 good highly recommend checking that book out as well very very good anyway I want you guys to leave this episode with very tangible ways to ask for help. And I believe that this is like my golden rule when it comes to asking for help. That when you are choosing to branch out and ask for help, ask someone who is living a quality of life that you want to be living at. If you're enjoying this episode, I've got some options that will help you get to the next level. First, I have a free five-day mindset makeover to help you gain the mindset tools that will last a lifetime. Get yours in the link below and you can start today. Now, if physical and mental health is more your jam and you need some major accountability to move forward with your goals, I have a membership community, Lift, that will be right up your alley. Learn more by clicking Lift below. However, if you want the cream of the crop, high-touch one-on-one support, and if you want to create some massive change in your life, then my one-on-one coaching program is just for you. Click the discovery call link below to schedule a free 30-minute one-on-one session with me. Now, back to the episode. For example, if you are asking someone who is a 
Um, <laughs> this is a great example. Um, several years ago, I was good friends with someone who we have fizzled out our friendship for many reasons, but we I was good friends with someone who was always in drama in her relationship, always had um, something to complain about, always had a fight that they just had, so on and so forth. And I was asking her, I recognized I was asking her for relationship advice because she was a friend, she was close, she was comfortable. And I was getting terrible advice back. I was getting advice that if I implemented would feel so inauthentic, so wrong, and quite frankly would have destroyed my relationship. And so I was like, why am I asking someone for help in relationships when I do not want her quality of relationship? So I instead looked to people who were in very healthy, very happy, very romantic partnerships. And I actually ended up asking my parents because I'm very fortunate that that is how my parents' relationship is. And I asked them and I got very different advice, <laughs> like wildly different advice. And I started implementing that and parts of my relationship that were, that were struggling suddenly started to heal. So I challenge you to instead of asking someone who's close, who's comfortable, who maybe you've asked for help plenty of times in the past and there must be some reason it's not working, but I strongly recommend to not ask them for help and instead think of someone. And you can write a list. You know how I am with lists. I think that it's a lot better to get it out of your head and onto paper. Writing a list of this area of my life, who is an expert at it, and can I ask for help from them in some way? This, again, this can be, let's say, let's use the relationship example. Maybe elements of your relationship are really struggling and you love this person, you want to be with this person. And you're like, okay, who is an expert? Who is living? Who is in a relationship that is the quality that I am wanting to create in my own life? This can be through a family member, through a friend, through someone in your life, distant or not. This can be through a author, a podcaster, a speaker, a TED Talk. This can be through a coach. This can be through a therapist. You have so many options here, but to ask from help for help from someone who is having a quality relationship or who is an expert and knowing what to create in a quality relationship. I really cannot stress enough how, how mind-blowing this transition in asking for help was. I, I was so afraid to ask for help prior, obviously because I had a certain standard that I was trying to live up to, but also because I didn't like the responses I was getting. And I would implement those responses and things would still not work. I would be stuck in the same pattern. You guys have probably heard this quote before, but in order to live a different quality of life, you have to be willing to do something different, which means getting out of your comfort zone. So I want you to ask yourself, who is living in this category, in this area that you're trying to get help advice from, who is living or giving a service that is at the quality that you want to create in your own life. The reason I say giving a service is because, for instance, if you're a business owner and you are needing help with social media, 
maybe social media, the amount that social media demands from a, a business owner is, is pretty intense. It's pretty, it's pretty high. And a lot of people who are starting their own businesses who are solopreneurs, just it's, it's so much time to spend on that. So I see that a lot of times that's one of the first things that people hire out. And if you are wanting to get help in that area, is there someone who is providing a service, not for where you currently are, but for the quality of business that you're wanting to have in, let's say, three months? That's always been my rule if I'm hiring someone to do a little bit of work for my business or to come on full time. If they are doing that, I want to hire someone who is not going to play at the quality that I'm playing right now, but someone who's playing at the quality that I'm going to be playing at in three months. I'm always looking towards the future because you you are creating the life that you want to live in six, three months, a year, now. You are creating that life now. And I don't say that to put massive amounts of pressure on you. I say that because that means you get to be in charge of the things you're wanting to create in six months. How freaking cool is that? And that includes the people you ask for help from. So if there is not someone who you can think of through your general network and you're thinking of books and authors and you're coming up dry, I even want you to expand to is there a group of people who tend to be experts or tend to have more practice in this area? I have gone to Facebook groups for new entrepreneurs and asked questions in there. And I've gotten many different answers, but I picked the ones that felt most authentic to me. There are so many options and possibilities here when it comes from asking for help. But I think you need to get clear on what you're struggling with and finding someone who is living life without that struggle or free from that struggle or has moved past that struggle. This I know I'm really hammering this in, guys, but this was a mind-blowing, glass-shattering, 90-degree pivot for me, not only in my personal growth, not only in my relationship, not only in my business, not only in literally every single aspect of my life. (laughs) So I think that there's a step two, though, because if you are wanting to reach out to someone, you have to get really clear on what it is you're wanting to create and This is the big part because perfectionists have a hard time with this. Get clear on what it is you want and try not to spend too much time or energy, if any, in the how you're going to get there or how you're going to solve it. What I mean by that here is let's say you're wanting to hire someone to build a website for you. I highly recommend getting pretty clear on what you want your feel what you want the customer experience when you log on to the website, what you want people to leave feeling even if they spent two, three minutes or less on that website, what you want maybe like some colors or some design elements. You don't need to know like the exact design, but like do you want more minimalist? Do you want more pops of color? So on and so forth. But getting clear on at least a basic level of what you want and you do not have to know the how of that's how that's going to be created. Because that's why you're asking for help. It's really easy for perfectionists to focus on the what and then suddenly get into the how. They suddenly go there. 
they're like, oh my God, okay, I know what, now I have to do the how. I figured it out, I don't need help. I'm amazing, I don't need any help. I know what it is I want, I can figure out the how, even though I have maybe one hour less a week or maybe even though I have no time at all and I'm gonna be stretched so thin, I can figure this out because I now know what it is I want. Slow down. The reason you're asking for help is for someone else to help you with the how or to do the how for you, depending on what you're asking for help with. So really, really, really and truly getting clear on what you want and releasing the control and the how is very important. Very, very, very important. Because if we think too hard on the how, and let's say we're getting advice from someone, if we're controlling and clinging to the how, then whatever that person might say might fall on deaf ears. The advice that they might give you is different from the how that you have in your head and it might just totally go in one ear and out the other and maybe what they said was something that would cut down your energy, your your stress times a hundred and yet it's something that we decide to not listen to because we've already figured it out in our head. Does this make sense? To release the how and let the how come to you through this person is so hard and so powerful and the biggest pivots, the biggest moments in my life that have been guided rather than controlled (laughs) have come from this kind of release. So I hope this makes sense and I hope this takes a little bit of the pressure off of, oh God, I can't ask for help. I don't know how to do that. And I want to leave you with this. You do not have to be superwoman or superman or superhuman all the time. That is feasibly impossible. Something we're talking about this Thursday is how your brain is like a rechargeable battery and yet we are using it like it is a plug in the wall that needs to be at 100% all the time so long as it's plugged into the wall. And by the way, we're plugging it in 24-7. That's not how our brains work. Our brains are like a battery that needs to be recharged. And when we are not asking for help, we are using our energy too much. We're overextending ourselves. We're feeling like it's impossible to do everything and it feels so overwhelming and then we get into the pattern of thinking well I'm just not working hard enough well that's because I'm not enough well that's because I'm a failure and we put it back on ourselves I hope you see how twisted this way of thinking is but it's a pattern many of us have fallen into so give yourself the grace the self-love the strength to release some of that pressure that you're putting on yourself and put it into someone else's hands so that they can give it back to you solved, so that they can give it back to you with action steps that you can actually implement that will change your life with the way that you've been trying to change it, but you've been driving yourself crazy doing it on your own. I love you guys. Because I love you is why I'm being so hard on you this episode. But I hope you got some good nuggets out of here. I hope you use this exercise and I hope you think of people who are living the quality of life that you are living. P.S. 
if you are wanting to live the quality of life that maybe I am living, I have a very successful business. I have a crap ton of energy. I have a very healthy and physically strong body. I have an incredible relationship. I know how to set goals and go after them, not because I'm superwoman, but because I have taken the time to learn this stuff, not only on my own, but through other people and implement that into my own life. It's because of those people that I have taken their decades and turned it into my days. So if that is something you are wanting to create in your life and you see me as a mentor or someone who is living that quality of life, reach out to me. I do free 30-minute discovery calls for this reason. So not that I can pitch to you for 30 minutes. I hate that shit. It makes me so uncomfortable. It's so that you can get some coaching in real time. You can tell me what your goals are, what you're struggling with, and we can workshop some stuff. We can coach right on the spot so that no matter what, you leave that call with some element of action step, whether you sign on as a client or not. That is so important to me. It's the mantra. It's the rule of how I have built my business. It's about serving you 100% first, period. So if that's something you're interested in, click the link in the show notes or email hello at lifecoachbaker.com and we can set up a discovery call time for you. I love you guys. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Now, don't forget to go and get your free five-day mindset makeover by going to lifecoachbaker.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. Until then, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.